If the incredibly busy fall season often has you white knuckling your grip on life and burned out by the end of the year, friend, join me in the Fall Back to Yourself series. This four session program is for yoga teachers, people who practice yoga, and those wanting to begin a practice to come together in community to learn practices that will help you feel less overwhelmed by stress, more at ease, and a little less burned out by the end of the year. And I'll be clear, this program is not about adding to your already too full plate. Get all the information and save your spot at stephgalante.com slash fall. Registration is open and the first session is on Thursday, September 21st. I can't wait to see you in the Fall Back to Yourself series. You're listening to The Humaning Podcast with real conversations as we call bullshit on everything capitalism, the patriarchy, and white supremacy culture has duped us into believing about self-care, mental health, fitness, wellness, and all things life. I am Steph Galante, and I created this show to support badass people doing solidarity work in pursuit of disrupting these systems in their lives and communities. Together, we'll discuss how systems of oppression are keeping us unwell and disconnected from ourselves and each other, and how to best support you in creating more aligned self-care practices that will help you human more easily. It's the shit we need to talk about. Hey, hey, welcome. For those of you who are returning listeners, welcome back. I'm so glad to be connecting with you today somewhere in the ether. How is your heart? What's present there today? For me, the glitch sure has been glitchy so far, and I've been really grateful for the practices that we've been talking about recently to lean on. In case you missed the last episode, or maybe it's been some days since you listened, I just wanted to remind you of the options that we talked about so far, of things you can do when when life gets glitchy. Um, and just so you know, uh, this goes for when it's like, the glitch between seasons, because in case you missed the last episode, the glitch is the term Ayurveda uses for, excuse my alarm, um, the glitch is a term that Ayurveda uses for um, a period of time of transition between the end of one thing and the start of another. So we are in that right now when this episode airs um, as we are bringing summer to an end and fall beginning. But it also can happen, you know, between jobs, it can happen uh, between ages and chapters of life. It can happen um, throughout so many different periods and situations of our life. And so the these practices that I discussed last week are ones really that you can use pretty often. I, I do. Um, and so the first one we talked about was pausing or slowing your role. The second was tuning in, the third was reflecting, and the fourth is meeting your energy where it is. For pausing or slowing your role, I offered options like if you're in movement, maybe come to stillness. You know, this is when you're realizing like shit's kind of off and you've got to tend to yourself. If your eyes are open, maybe close them. Maybe take a deep breath in and a deep breath out if that feels accessible to you. 
If you are in stillness at that time or at the computer, maybe stretch. If you're inside, can you move to another room or in order to change the scenery or maybe even step outside or look out a window? For tuning in, I encouraged you to consider how are you feeling mentally, emotionally, physically, and energetically, right? Because those can be different things. And there may be similarities, there may be not. Um, Or one way of being is more saturated than the others. Um, And so it's important to tune in on all those levels. And then for reflecting, consider how do you want to feel right now? Um, What's one teeny tiny thing you can do to meet yourself where you are and offer yourself some support or some relief? And finally, for meeting yourself uh, based on the energy present within you, um, you know, if you're feeling unsettled or frantic uh, because you've got a ton on your plate, I'm wondering what's one way you might release the pressure just a bit and get grounded. And remember, like when you meet yourself in a small way, it may not, you know, have a big effect. It may not bring complete relief and that's okay right what we're trying to do is just release the pressure give you some relief offer a little bit of support to allow things to not feel so concentrated and it's not to say that completely relieving yourself is not important it is but sometimes we just can't meet ourselves there based on what life has going on If you're in a situation where you feel like you need to push forward, but you're not properly resourced, the question I asked you was, where can you ask for support? Or is there some way you can open space for yourself to get what you need? And if you're feeling overwhelmed and buried by stuff going on, the consideration is what's one way you can lighten your load a bit and feel more uplifted? So those are the questions I typically ask myself. And again, not just, you know, in the traditional glitch periods, but, you know, anytime I'm feeling off, honestly. Um, And in addition to those questions, those prompts, those practices, in the last episode, I also offered you a bunch of end of summer reflections. So if you haven't had the chance to tune into that episode, I encourage you to do so whenever you're resourced. Um, Because, you know, it's really important as one big time comes to an end and we embark on another time, it is really important to look back on your experience during that time, see what worked, what didn't, what adjustments need to be made so that you can do that next year, but also not wait till next year to do that and implement some of that now. Because remember, life is you know, connected. And so it's really important to honor that and honor yourself as you move out of one season to the next. And since we're still in the glitch when this episode airs, um, today I'm going to offer you, continue offering you practices that will support you as you navigate this time of change. And Um, also these practices can support you throughout the fall season, which is really nice. So to get us primed and ready to go, I'll start with another reflection. (laughs) Are you sick of me yet? (laughs) At the end of last episode, I asked you how you wanted to feel and experience this fall. 
And in terms of four ways, mentally, emotionally, energetically, and physically, you've heard this before, you're attached to, and not necessarily just the endpoint goal, but like in your overall life, <laughs> right? Like, and, and truly the consideration comes in of how do you ultimately want to feel? How do you ultimately want to feel when it comes to this desire, this need that's coming up? How is this connected to how you ultimately want to feel? And if you have the capacity and you can completely, remember, you always can omit anything, right? You can take what you want and leave the rest. But I'm curious, this sankalpa, this need, this desire you've got for this month, how does that, if it at all does, connect back to your overall sankalpa for the year or the sankalpa that you've created for this season or for the last few months? You may not have made one for the year. Whatever. If you have an overarching sankalpa for the rest of this year or something that you just have on your heart, in your mind, in your soul, how does this sankalpa for this month relate to connect to that? Because honoring connection is important if there is a connection. And sometimes they're unrelated on the surface, but below the surface, probably connected some way, shape, or form. And the, then, then, and like, like I said, you could take that question, you could leave it, whatever it is that you want to do. But when it comes to this month, what is your commitment to yourself, right? And so we identify the sankalpa, the, the need, the desire. And then the next step is to create the commitment. And the way that we bring the commitment to life, right, is through our action, our committed action. So remember though, or consider another consideration I know how will you bring this action or this commitment into action based on two very important factors one is your bandwidth which is the amount of time you actually have to do this thing and two the second thing is your capacity based on your capacity which is how much energy and the type of energy you have now considering both of these factors brings reality to the forefront so that you can create your plan of action based on your real life as it is right now and you meet yourself there this is the way my friend honest to god honestly this is the way to begin to create sustainable change and most importantly it gets you into the habit of then doing something that limits should, guilt, and shame, especially when life lifes or the plan needs to change. Because the reality is you absolutely 100% may have the best intention to do this thing this way, this frequency, this quantity, whatever it is. But the reality is if right now your life is not open for that, whether that is because of time, whether that is because of access to resources, whether that is resources that you need to make this happen, um, you know, directly, or if it is support you need to, to create space for this to happen. I mean, there are so many factors, right? And what happens is, you know, in dominant culture, you know, 
we're taught, we're told, we're guided to in what you know Western culture, especially American culture. Like you've got to do this this many times a day or this many times a week. Like these, this is the standard, right? This is the best practice, and that is all well and good. But that also does not take into account real life, our identities, our access, our proximity to power and privilege, all of the things. And so you, we all must take our power back in this process and do the considering for ourselves. That's what we have to do because society is not going to do it for us, unfortunately, right? We're not taught to do this. And so my encouragement to you is to begin to consider what is, what time do I have? Like you, if, if you've got a calendar, you've got to consider it. Like, where's the space? If you have trouble asking for help, <laughs> right? Delegating, right? This is, this is your opportunity to do that. And then considering the type of energy, how much energy, like, are you resourced? How resourced are you in terms of your energy? Are you feeling pretty at ease and, 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 and um, like energy is plentiful? Is it kind of moderate? Is it low? And the type of energy, and we've talked about this quite a bit in recent episodes, right? Like are you feeling at ease and, and balanced or is it that you are feeling unsettled, maybe a little frantic, or is it that you're feeling fiery and like pushing forward? Is it that you're feeling lethargic, unmotivated, right? What's present for you? Because that is going to affect – what you have available to give to any practice, anything. And so it's really important to begin to consider this. And you may find that you fall short of the mark, right? Sometimes you might forget. You might, you know, fall to old habits. For me, old habits die hard for sure, 100%. You just come back to it, right? you got to continue to to learn, unlearn, and relearn, right? Now, besides that, right? Besides your commitment to yourself, that your committed action, considering bandwidth and capacity, something else that you can do to support yourself during the glitch is focusing on your morning rituals or your morning routine of self-care of, depending on, it, it depends on what you call it, right? Some people call it personal hygiene. Some people call it soul care. I'm here for all of it. Now, Ayurveda guides, guides us to rise with the sun or by 6 a.m. so that we can spend time alone connecting to ourself and nourishing our being being in our chosen ways. Notice how I said our chosen ways, right? Being in the routine of connecting with yourself alone, whether that's for 30 seconds or 30 minutes, it doesn't matter how long it is. But being in the routine of meeting yourself in this way daily or almost daily is super grounding before the hustle and bustle of the day begins. And it's also a great way to to kind of build your skill in and in, in and um, comfort of focusing on one thing. Also, it helps us to slow the pace of our thoughts and also helps us to create mental space. And all of this is really wonderful for setting the tone for the rest of the day. Now, what's really cool is that Ayurveda encourages us to adjust our practices based on how we're feeling, as well as the time and type of energy that we have, right? Our bandwidth and our capacity. Now, this process, like I have been saying, is especially helpful during the glitch. Like if shit's just plain old weird or it could be during times of life when life is just way too much and you're not really in a glitch period at all. 
And I completely understand if whether you've been around this podcast for a while or you're relatively new to it, if you're this concept of shifting your your practices based on how you're feeling and time and all that, um, if that's new to you, or if you're still kind of trying to get your bearings with it, because it is really hard to unlearn the rigidity that is taught to us in the name of discipline and consistency. And it's hard to relearn a more intuitive and tender way because that's just not what society teaches us. It's not what it upholds. And as I said earlier, like for me, old habits definitely die hard. And I often find myself chastising myself for not sticking to the plan that I had. But then I remember that I get to choose. Like I get to choose to keep the plan or I get to choose to change it. And if I choose to keep the plan because I know it's what I need to do, even if I'm like, oh, I just don't want to do this right now. But I know myself and I know that I just need to keep the plan this instance, that's okay. And I also know myself and if I need to change the plan, then that's okay too. Then I can change it, right? We have to let both of those things be okay. And remembering that we cannot bypass our needs for the sake of being consistent because that just drives unease and deepens burnout. That's the reality. So as the summer season comes to an end, if your schedule or responsibilities are changing, if you ever find that the hot and intense energy of summer is still present, or maybe if you're feeling like the cooler temperature and lighter energy is present, if you're ever feeling unmotivated, remember, no matter what, if whether you fall into one of these categories or something else is present, you can change your morning practices to meet you where you are. 100%. If you're feeling unsettled, maybe turn to your slower grounding and soothing practices. If you're feeling big time fiery energy or like fire like you've got to produce, then amplify your practices that bring you joy, sweetness, and space. If you're feeling unmotivated or lethargic, try practices that bring movement, spontaneity, and uplifting energy into your life. In the morning and, and even throughout, but the morning again is a really wonderful focus time for the glitch when shit's wild, you know, um, and really honestly during the entire fall. And if you are in a place, a season of your life where you're feeling at ease, remember you still can shift, right? Like continuing to choose the things that keep you feeling easeful, that keep you feeling resourced. And that can change. Remember, if you're like, yeah, I just don't feel like journaling today. Rather, I'd rather do this. And that's going to feel help me to feel resource. That's going to help me feel whatever it is I want to feel. Then do that thing. Do that thing because care is care. Care is care, period. Now, my friend, in the coming weeks, I'll be breaking down all the guidance for fall self-care. Not just to help you remain aligned or established harmony through, you know, from now through the beginning of December when, you know, fall becomes, you know, starts to come to an end, but also to do two other things to help you interrupt or slow down the cycle of burnout and also to feel more resourced so that you don't crash and burn at the end of the year as you head into winter, especially if winter is a particularly tough season for you. If you're itching or, you know, for more guidance, if you're yearning for more guidance, especially sooner rather than later, 
maybe you're yearning or, or itching for something like to be in real time learning with me, friend, I'd love for you to join me in the Fall Back to Yourself series that starts this Thursday, this Thursday, September 21st, if you're listening to this the week that this airs. This series is offering you four fall balancing gatherings over the course of two weeks. We're going to start with an Ayurveda self-care masterclass, and then there is an aligned yoga practice. Then there's the community circle with pranayama and meditation for the fall. And then we'll um, end the or bring our time together to a close with a gentle mobility, stability, and restorative practice. Now, my friends, I created this offering offering with three types of people in mind. Yoga teachers, number two, those who practice yoga but don't teach, and three, those who want to start or come back to a practice. So I want to reiterate, you absolutely do not have to be a yoga teacher or someone who practices asana regularly to register. And you also don't have to have a practice. I also want to be sure to emphasize that my approach to teaching asana, to teaching Ayurveda, all the things, it all comes from a decolonized perspective. So all of the practices bring you back to yourself, your agency and autonomy in everything. It is not centered on the Western whitewashed processes you see in dominant culture. And so you'll be offered a ton of options in each session to honor how you're experiencing life in the moment. And you're absolutely welcome to do anything else that feels aligned, even if it's not something I offered. You know your body best. You know your being best. And in case you're wondering what style of asana, that's the physical posture of yoga that I teach, it's an agency, autonomy, and heart-centered practice that really focuses on meeting yourself where you are in the moment and honoring how you're feeling. In our asana practice, I offer standing and seated options throughout class. And you're always encouraged to practice um, you know, with different variations and at a pace that suits you. Again, whether it's something I've offered or something else that you want to do. And throughout all the sessions, your camera can be on or off. And in case you're wanting to register, but you've got a conflict, you know, because life is busy, there's so much shit going on, right? If you've got a conflict with any of the sessions that are included in the Fall Back to Yourself series, remember that all of the sessions are recorded and available to you for the entire fall season. So you can watch and rewatch them. So it's not just available to you once, you get to, you know, revisit them throughout the season. My friend, you can save your spot at stephgalante.com slash fall. I really can't wait to see you there. And if you've got any questions, please reach out and ask me. Um, I want to make sure that you're clear moving forward as you make your decision. And if you feel resourced too, I'd love it if you would, you know, share this with somebody who you have in mind that like, I think this person would really enjoy this. Now, as always, before we leave one another, um, I'd like to offer you up some wrap-up considerations. How can you use the teachings or what is coming up for, for you to human more easily and to support and uplift those in your community, especially those who are different from or hold identities more marginalized than yours? How can you use this information to connect more authentically and deeply to your community and also to begin to move toward mass mutual reliance and away from Western culture's individualistic society? Really important ways things to consider and ways to really embody this, these teachings, right? Now, until next time, my friend, 
please be kind and gentle to yourself, just as you would to those who are most precious to you, whether that's a human, an animal baby, or a plant. I always love to hear your thoughts. Those of you who reach out to me to tell me what resonated or follow up with questions, I freaking love it so much. So please keep it going. Do not be nervous. Please do it. Even if you and I don't know each other, send me a message on Instagram. You can fill out a contact form on my website um, to reach out to me. Please, I really do love to hear from you. Um, and if you've got anything going on that you might want me to speak to, of course, anonymously, I never include anybody's names in, in episodes or anything like that. So I would really love to hear from you. And another thing, if you've been loving the show, you can support the show in a few ways. Number one, you can, um, you can share it with your nearest and dearest. You can also leave a rating. You can write a review. And that really helps this to continue to move on and, and find other people who would benefit from connecting with me and, and this information in the ether somewhere. My friend, I'm always grateful for you. Remember, you are a badass and you are enough. Now go be your favorite self and be well. Humaning is a production of Steph Galante Self-Care, LLC. The show is produced by me, Steph Galante. You can find blog posts of some of the episodes on the episode page at stephgalante.com slash podcast, along with the transcript of today's episode and any other resources I shared today. If you're ready to create more aligned practices for yourself, head to stephgalante.com to learn more about creating a personalized self-care plan within the Holistic Self-Care Collective and coaching with me. You are a badass and you are enough. See you next time. Be well.